What's going on, guys? Coach Greg here with the Buckbilt Podcast, coming at you this week talking about Open Workout 22.2. So, quick recap on 22.1, what we saw last week. <clears throat> we had a little bit more high skill, which is funny when we look at this week because I would have said last week was a low skill workout, but this week we have what I would consider an even lower skill workout, which isn't a bad thing necessarily. Um, just kind of refocuses to me how we kind of look at this workout compared to the last one. So last week we saw the wall walk, um, the dumbbell snatch, and then the burpee, or sorry, not the burpee, and the box jump overs, right? So in my mind, those are all kind of middle of the pack, lower skill work uh, elements. However, this week we see the deadlift and the burpee, which are kind of some really basic foundational movements we see in CrossFit. What's going to sneak up on us with this workout is one, the loading and two, the number of repetitions. It's a ton of reps um, and these movements play really well off of each other, specifically to fatigue the midline. So looking at this workout, what do we see? So we have from one all the way up to 10 and then all the way back down to one deadlifts, RX weight 225 for guys, 155 for ladies and burpees. Specifically, we see bar facing burpees. We see a little wrinkle with that one this year as well, which we're going to talk about. So when you break down these movements, what is super important? We know with the deadlifts, the 225 and the 155, if you're not a super heavy lifter, can get heavy fast, right? We generally say a 225-155 deadlift is somewhere in the moderate to heavy range. If that is a heavy, heavy deadlift for you, obviously that's going to be the factor that slows you down the most. If you're more of a heavy lifter on the flip side, those are going to be your bread and butter for this workout. Usually if you're a heavy lifter, you tend to be a little bit slower on your burpees and your bodyweight movements. So it's a really nice balance here between what I would call like our bodyweight ninjas who are going to fly through the burpees versus our guys and gals who are more of the heavy lifters who maybe are a little bit bigger athletes who are going to struggle a little bit on the burpees, which again, I think as a perfect pairing of the two, <clears throat> being able to highlight those weaknesses. So let's talk about these movements, break them down. So our deadlift, right? Like we just said, if this is heavy for you, the goal is going to be to find your sets that you can maintain, okay? A lot of us are going to think out the gate, all right, I'm just going to go unbroken as far as I can. And while I don't necessarily think that's a terrible strategy, it could blow up and shoot you in the foot at some point. Um, talking to one of my athletes today, we talked about picking a number that we know is a go-to number that we can get every time, no matter what. The number she picked was five. So she knows from one through five, she's going touch and go. Then once she's at five, she's going to kind of feel it out. She can either go halves. So on her six, she would go three, three on her seven, four, three on her eight, four, four on her nine, five, four on her 10, five, five. Or if she feels good, she can knock out the five and then take whatever's left. So maybe we do five, then one, then five, then two, then five, then three. I think that's a really good strategy. What we need to streamline is knowing exactly what we're going to do every time we go to the bar, right? So going into it, if we just jump on that bar too fast and we end up doing two reps and we want to do five or one rep, we want to do three or whatever it is, that's what's really going to throw off your pacing. 
So you need to go when you know when you're going to that bar exactly how many reps you plan to pull and where it feels in the tank. If you get to the point where you're fatiguing and having to drop the bar before you want to or you're failing a repetition, you are mispacing and that is going to be a problem. Okay, keep that in mind. With our burpees, we know how our burpees go, right? We know what a burpee feels like. It sucks every time. But what are some things we can do to make them more manageable and to make them as efficient as, po- as, efficient as possible? We need to go into it with a pace in mind. Pacing your burpee, you should be pretty good at this by now. You should know if I have a workout that involves essentially five minutes or more worth of burpees, how fast can I go and maintain that pace? So let's say we look at our seven minutes of burpees test. We've done it a bunch of times at Ariok. Um, it's a pretty classic CrossFit workout. That's obviously more time, but it'll give you a good idea of when you're going all out just at your burpee pace, <clears throat> roughly kind of where you're going to be. So if you get in seven minutes of burpees, 40 repetitions, I wouldn't really expect you're going to get to the hundred burpees um, in today's workout, right? just makes sense. Just kind of do the math in your head and see kind of where you stack up. It's a good way to learn how you pace as well. So for example, let's say we did just to make it easy. We did 70 burpees in our seven minutes of burpees, right? We can roughly do 10 burpees per minute. Roughly, obviously, but that being said, pacing is huge. We want to make sure that when we have that 10 burpees per minute idea in our head, we don't have to stare at the clock. We just know, all right, I hit one, shake it out for a second, boom, hit another. If that's 10 to 20 seconds, cool. That's 15 seconds, cool. We need to be finding the rhythm more than anything, guys. Find the feel, don't go out too hot. Going out too hot is gonna be super easy in this workout because those beginning rounds turn over so fast. Round one through five is going to be done in a blink of an eye. I think today we saw some of those elite athletes get through the round of five in under like a minute, which is crazy. While that is probably what you need to do to finish the workout, that's not most of our capacities. So we need to focus on slowing ourselves down more so than we think we need to at the beginning of the workout so we can sustain a pace through the middle of the workout. At the end of the day, most of us are not finishing this workout. It just is what it is. A 10-minute time cap is aggressive. So go into it with an idea of where you think you'll get in this workout. Shooting to get over the hill of the 10 reps is a great starting point. Then from there, just kind of see where you're at. Um, I think some of us will get over that 10 mark. Some of us won't, and that's okay. The other wrinkle we see with the burpees this year is we are not required to do a two-foot takeoff or a two-foot landing. The only requirement for the jump itself is both feet have to be in the air as you go over the bar, okay? So you can't do like a weird half-step skip. It does have to be a jump, but you can quote-unquote one-two it, okay? It doesn't have to be a pogo hop like we've seen in the in the past, which means they've basically relaxed the standard, which can make this more efficient if you're used to doing them that way. As we see every year, a lot of times people try to strategize their movements 
over strategize them and they start doing things they're not used to doing. Even though you might be doing something that's technically more efficient, if you're not used to it and you have to think through every single one of those repetitions, it will slow you down. It will take more energy. It needs to be automatic. So whatever style of burpee you are used to doing, go into the workout doing that style. Whether it's a two foot jump, whether it's a kind of more of a walk down, walk up, etc. Make sure you use the style you are comfortable with. All right. So let's talk about scaling this workout. <clears throat> Again, these are some pretty accessible movements, which I love. I think that's great. The biggest limiting factor here for most of us is going to be that deadlift weight. If you've never deadlifted the RX weight before for repetitions, it's probably not super smart to go into it and just try to rip it off the floor as much as you can. However, in the spirit of competition, if you are trying to maximize your score, we know that the RX score is always going to be higher than the scaled score, no matter what. That means if you get one deadlift at 225 or 155 for the ladies, you could do a million reps at the scaled weight with the scaled burpees, and you will beat that other person, right? So if you are the person who falls into that camp where you're not really sure about the deadlift weight, but you know you can get them for a handful... I would recommend going for the RX weight and get as many, excuse me, as many repetitions as you can. Obviously, it's going to be a slow workout, and that's fine. You can almost treat it like more of a strength session than a Metcon, and that's totally cool. On the flip side, if you really want to get more of a workout in and you want to go with the scaled and rip out as many repetitions as you can, go for it. That's totally fine. It's up to you. We want you guys to make the best decision for you and your fitness. What we don't want you to do is to feel like you have to go super heavy and potentially hurt yourself. So just make sure you're staying safe and making the best decision for yourself. If on the other side, you struggle with the jump over the bar, <clears throat> the scaled option does feature a regular burpee, no jump over the bar. So that would be a great option for those of us who are not ready for that jump. Um, other than that, really straightforward. I don't think any of us will probably need to do the foundations. Um, I could be wrong, but if that is the case, touch base with your coaches prior to the heat and we'll make it happen. No big deal. Um, that's really it for this workout, guys. It's very straightforward. Again, stick to your pace. I feel like we, we reiterate that every every year, every workout. But with this one, especially at the beginning, those rounds really turning on super, super fast. The workout doesn't really start until the round of six or the round of seven. So again, you're going to get through that four, five, even six really, really quick. Pace yourself more than you think you need to in the beginning so you can sustain towards the middle and through the middle of the workout. If you have any questions, guys, feel free to hit me up. Otherwise, let's have at it. Let's have a good time. I don't have time for the craziness. I don't have time for the laziness. I don't have time to be saying this. Only have time for the greatest. Be careful, boy. You don't know who you're playing with. Yeah, yeah, yeah.